Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, now we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. Had it on mute, so that's why I was talking and you ain't see any words coming out of it. <laughs> but, uh, but so today, February 1st, we are uh, recording about the components of a, or the cooperative components uh of all economies throughout history. And and the reason why I wanted to record this podcast episode was because I have been talking about a lot of innovation, uh, a lot of disruptive technologies that are changing uh, the world. And it's going to be a theme. That's something that I plan to continue to talk about uh, over the next year, right? Probably throughout the, the whole decade as, as things continue to play out. And uh, for some people, that's exciting. Uh, if you're on the, if if you see the vision, if you're on the right side of change, and I feel like the clearer you see the vision, the more excited you are. Uh, but I can also understand how some who may not see uh, the vision may be a bit nervous, skeptical, uh, concerned, and so um, I want to lay the groundwork for, and I'm going to continue to. Lay the have groundwork laid episodes throughout episodes about innovation uh, to continue to build the bridge from 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 here to where we're going. Um, but I think talking about the cooperative components of all economies throughout history is important because y- you can you can see the principles that don't change that continue to uh, uh, rewrap themselves contextually each generation, and and so. Uh, and so the cooperative components I'm going to list them out and I'm going to go through like some examples, but you know, uh, what the, the first thing you, you, you have to have is new ideas. So every economy has new ideas or new ways of doing things, right? Cause ideas have life and death cycles. Um, and you know, and there's infinite, uh, different ideas, but typically they're they're brought into society by people with open mind an open mind is not an age requirement right anybody can have an open mind um, but typically typically you see it brought in by the youth because they are the least resistant to change uh, and they have the most desire to uh, create change I'm, I'm gonna give an example uh, we were I feel like um, and this might have been recorded uh, on the episode with Rob, uh, the realtor, but we were talking about um, developments in cities and how cities uh, like Waco built a city around college football and uh, and how the new generation, how they're going to be able to build cities around like gaming because uh that's what the new generation watches. They don't even really watch 
basketball or sports <coughs> to the extent that we watched it. They have a whole new source of entertainment that's location independent, which is amazing if you're a forward-thinking developer or you're a forward-thinking city planner or you're a you know, forward-thinking entrepreneur, investor, whatever, because now this helps housing, housing affordability because uh, uh, you can create economies or uh, 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 you can create cities or places to live, work, and play that don't like that are not restricted by location. They don't have to have a football team. They don't have to have the attractions that you typically had to have over the last 100-year economy. So new ideas are important, and that's going to be the, the 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 key and the theme of what we're going to uh, continue to. Uh, highlight on the podcast for the year next is uh you're going to have entrepreneurs or innovators uh and you know these are the miracle workers of society they uh they take the vision they take the new ideas and they uh, bring together all the cooperative components to uh, bring the vision to life so this these are the the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the uh, the Elon Musk, right? And all the individual entrepreneurs uh, that are changing the way that business is done uh, in their sphere of influence. But they're, they're the ones that kind of seem delusional, right? They're the ones that are uh, embracing um, new ways of communication, uh, new, new ways of doing business. They're they're looking at the new ideas and like i said they're they're bringing them to life right so there's infinite ideas and, and things we can talk about about that but next you have uh the money right the money and and the investors uh that are co- component of the society right and so the the, the wise investors or the wise money is going to be attracted to the new ideas and the entrepreneurs implementing the new ideas and again look look throughout time <clears throat> let's 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 look at the next at the last hundred uh hundred or two hundred years right so if you go back a little over a hundred years from now uh from yeah a little over a hundred years from now most families were farmers and uh that was just the normal way of life you had big families you have farms that's what we did. And then technology came with the Industrial Revolution and people moved from farms to cities to work at factories and uh, raise their standard of living. <clears throat> and with technology, we were able to still feed the world uh, with a fraction of the people working on the farms. I mean, it's a small fraction of people that work on the farms that feed the farms because technology made that possible. And as you begin to have more machines uh, that can replace the labor of workers, then you had the rise of the service-based economy where we used computers. Um, uh, you had more computer jobs, right? Because, and, and that was like the last 50 year kind of change. You, you, you didn't 50 years ago have all these jobs that, uh, that have computers to it, um, but, but now you do. And a lot of people work behind computers. And so the people that were that got displaced from the factories uh, moved to the computers. Right. And so for each generational change, it it, it destroys the old way of doing 
uh, business and brings a new way of doing business, right? And so where I'm going with it is the money follows all that. The money is what finances each change and it's attracted to the, uh, the new ideas and the entrepreneurs that have the faith to lean into the new ideas. So new ideas, the money, entrepreneurs, and then you have the organizers or what I call the managers, right? And these are people that are gifted with the gift of administration, right? They can, they can take uh, the, uh, the new ideas um, that have been uh, expressed and brought to life through the money and the entrepreneurs, and then they can like manage the process of um, keeping things together and moving properly for society, right? Um, very rarely do, you know, like, like I would consider myself a, you know, very open to new ideas, very open to, uh, uh, you know, understanding money, an entrepreneur. When it comes to uh, organization, I'm, I'm organized enough and I can marshal those resources, but it's not a natural um, component that I like to live in, right? But, I, but I've surrounded myself with great organizers uh, that are necessary for me to continue to do what I do, which is like be in tune with change and invest, embrace, and implement change uh, into my current world, which adds to uh, the, the 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 larger current world. So, organizers are the managers and the ones that keep things flowing properly as the new ideas come in into place. Um, the fifth cooperative component is going to be uh, what you would call, you know, helper. Helper was a was the word that came up that I came up with, uh, or that I that I chose to use for it. But helper can be um, like uh, the, the, the people that are on the front line um, do, you know, doing the actual work of the new society. So like in the industrial economy, that was the factory workers. Uh, in the service-based economy, these were the knowledge workers, the people that knew computers, the programmers, the IT people, the people that you know, sat behind a computer. Uh, in the farming economy, it was the farmers. Um, in the new economy where uh, we have artificial intelligence and all, and all those things, it's, it's gonna still be programmers, but it's also gonna be uh, the people that become superhuman by using artificial intelligence um, uh, and uh, providing maybe like context to the machines. Um, but it, it's the actual like hands-on uh, worker or helpers in the economy, which again, that position is that, that none of these positions uh, or all these positions or all these components are permanent. They just change in nature and how it's expressed. Um, next is going to be the evangelist or the salespeople, the people that communicate what's possible in the new world with the new uh, products and services being offered. And so like in today's economy, the the best salespeople are like people who are pr pr producing content, right? The salespeople of the old days are going to get replaced by content creators because in in the digital age, nobody wants to, like nobody's answering the door, nobody's answering the phone, right? Everybody where people's attention are is content, and so learning how to navigate that world 
and communicate the value of your goods and services or the goods and services of the business that you represent uh, is going to be critical to learning how to do that online right digital i'm not saying offline is going to go away right that'll still be possible but what i'm saying is um if you want to get ahead in the new world being built or you want to quote unquote buy uh seaside property early on to development of a community which is what this is equivalent of um you're going to want to learn how to uh talk to talk communicate where the attention is and so the new evangelists of the digital age are content creators. Um, seventh is educators. Education's changing. You know, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend who uh, who has a family in education, and they are nervous about artificial intelligence. And my response was a couple things. Uh, memorizing data is no longer important you know, not when you have, not when you have technology that can store the information for you, right? It, it used to be important before we had that, but now we don't. Uh, and so, so in, in storing data is not even the best use of our mind. It's kind of like when the calculator was invented and people were like, oh, you know, that's, that's cheating, blah, blah, blah. blah. You got to, you know, you got to know what, you know, you, you can't, you can't use the calculator. That, that, that didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, you want to understand like the math behind it, but like in the real world, we have calculators, we're not going backwards. So use the calculators to, uh, to be more productive so that we can use our brain better to solve harder problems. And so, or, or even computers, when computers came, people resisted computers because they were like, well, you know, um, why don't we still use humans to process this information? Well, but a computer is, is, is way faster and the computers brought all the technological change that we have today. So same thing with artificial intelligence is, you know, it, a lot of stuff that we used to have to memorize, we no longer have to. And that's the trend of technology is taking all of this like data that we have to store in our head and moving it out so we can use, like, so we can use the part of our mind uh, and continue to expand the part of our mind uh, that continues to bring change, which is the creativity, uh, the inspiration, um, the the understanding of new context, right? The emotional intelligence, right? Those factors that are important. And so uh, education can move towards helping us exercise those parts of our brains that computers can't, and I don't believe ever will, be able to uh, replace us on because like creativity is creating something out of nothing uh literally uh and, and or the ability to rewrap old principles uh expressed in new forms and so that's what humans do right that's what humans have always done that's what's called evolution right that's only life can do that only life can evolve uh itself and its surroundings and so so like we are we are life, we are consciousness, and that's what we're here um, to do. And so education is going to have to change and shift in how it trains people for the new society. And education, uh, uh, can, in doing that, uh, can retool and educate uh, people on the new, uh, on the new 
jobs that are coming because the new jobs that are coming are infinite. I mean, you know, we're going to have, <clears throat> I'm on a list here, like 10 new industries. You know what? Like we still don't have enough digital uh, commerce uh, businesses and workers to support where the world's going. Um, digital wallets. We still need tons of programmers for, uh, you know, storing our finances online and every, in, in every, Every industry will need each of these components that I've listed. So teachers, uh, uh, salespeople, helpers, organizers, entrepreneurs, money people. Uh, in, each, in, in, each, in each industry, we need more ideas around how to deliver that better. So digital wallets, blockchain technology, Bitcoin economy, NFTs, healthcare, transportation, 3D printing, um, space, uh, and even education. And so... <clears throat> um, Education is going to need to equip people that grew up in the knowledge-based economy and people that are still participating in the industrial economy. And is going to also need to retool them on how to work themselves in the new economy um, with new methods that are not that's not just relying on people memorizing. Because trying to memorize all this kind of stuff is just going to be crazy. Um, and so that's changing. And how you deliver it, delivering it online um is going to be huge um so the last component is going to be uh healers right and heal because i think i mentioned yeah i mentioned on a previous podcast or it was i was in about mansfield podcast talking about healthcare and the disruption coming and so i know a lot of healthcare providers might have been nervous but i was like well you shouldn't be because healers are a are one of the principal components uh, that that have always been part of an economy and always will it just changed it just changes how they're how they're used so so as artificial intelligence gets smarter than physicians at processing information and giving feedback on the best treatment you're still going to need trusted advisors you're still going to need uh, people that help give the artificial intelligence context right think about it as like the mind has the mind of you know the reason mind and the imaginative mind, and they have to work together for us to be complete beings, right? Well, computers only have a reason mind. And so we're still going to need to have an imaginative mind that understands healing to guide um, the artificial intelligence throughout their process. So you're still going to need that. But the, 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 it'll, if, when you think about it, or when I think about it, it'll be a, a, a more fun job a better quality job, probably a higher paying job in the beginning because there are so few people that are embracing change that are moving into that uh, into that space. I mean, you also have a lot of healing people in healing who are uh, who are going who are into like natural healing, who are into eating better, working out, who understand that the mind creates a lot of issues in the body and that are helping to heal people uh, from that aspect. And so you just have lots of different new ideas around healing that a lot of the old healers can move into when when people begin to detach from like drugs to solve the problem to a more natural uh, process of learning the, learning how to use the mind to allow the body to heal itself because ultimately the body heals itself, right? I'm not saying that's fully where it's going to go, but I'm saying like you just have all kinds of new ideas around healing and you're going to need all kinds of new healers to help a the 
the newfound tech, the natural healing, right? And everything in between. And so there's tons of tons of tons of opportunities around healing that are emerging to replace the, the traditional healers uh, and the traditional drug companies uh, that are going to get displaced uh, as all this technology uh, changes the way that we do things. And so to summarize, <clears throat> um, yeah, these, uh, you can you know, like look at a history book, look at any country, any society, a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, 2000 years ago, and you're going to find the same components in every society. And, and you'll, and when you dig deep, you're also going to find the same resistance or the same fears, uh, around new technology as it comes through. Um, and you're going to find the people that embraced the change in a new economy early did well financially and increased their quality of life significantly. And the ones that did not, uh, I mean, it impacted a lot of times generations uh, of their people that, that stayed married to the old ideas. And so like the point and the purpose that I'm going to continue to reiterate is like fear and change does not stop the process. It only hurts you. Uh, and while it's not easy to watch the world that you're used to and the world that you help build come crashing down by the fires of progress, um, it's going to happen regardless. And the end outcome has always been better because I've yet to meet anybody who said, I would love to go live in the world 50 50 let me say i've not met anybody who's happy who said i want to go live in the world 50 years ago right they're saying like things have progressively gotten better for human beings and they will continue to get better uh, because optimists always wins and pessimists always lose and that's just the story of life since the beginning of time so hope this helps uh until tomorrow y'all enjoy your day Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.